welcome to the Bandit Bite Podcast. This is Phantom Splash here. Want to go ahead and thank you all for listening. We're welcoming back our guest, Dickie Keys. Ow! And Cole the Wolf. Hey, everybody. And we have a returning guest, Skerrick. Say hey, John. Hey. All right. So we, I guess I should explain a little bit. Should you? The episodes that you have heard recently were recorded in November. And that's the Skerrick Interrogation. The Teen Wolf Legacy Exposed 1 and 2, and the Got Fit Cast. We did this months ago. Unfortunately, I'm a busy person and life happens. And so I didn't get around to editing it till now. So I'm just going to leave a note here that this was recorded in February of 2020. And I just haven't been able to touch this podcast since then. Um, but I hope y'all enjoy. So a lot's happened. And obviously, there has been some feelings on the podcast. And so I thought, why not just follow it up and get it over with, move on to the things that we love and the new things they've done that we hate. <laughs> Let's open this up. So first of all, there was an immediate response. Well, immediate enough from Fan Fiction Fridge. So he says... It's really hard to vent about some of the wanks still happening in the Teen Wolf fandom without giving the wankers the attention they desperately crave. My friends and I are part of an obsessive smear campaign with by folks with no lives. We keep blocking them and ignoring them, and yet they keep finding newly creative ways to try to get our attention and to make us look at their bad takes. They are obsessed with us to the point of harassing us, yet we're called bullies and the haters. Like, how? It's 2020 and Teen Wolf is over. What are you even trying to win? You think you're the only one operating on Spike? I'm so tired, y'all. <laughs> they should tell that to Pew. They should tell that to themselves. Like, First fighting? of all, we're going to dispel this whole myth that anybody, any of us, us, Nixie, Pew, Fridge, Cole, John, Philip, we're all nerds. <laughs> we all have no lives. <laughs> I don't care what. So you're not going to come at me. Look, they don't have lives, he says, as he's writing this hate post to go on his Tumblr after he just spent two hours, three hours, four hours listening to these podcasts talk trash about him. So like, no, we're all in this together. You just happen to be trash. I'm sorry, but I have a life. Yeah. <laughs> Please. I mean, And then the idea about we keep blocking them and ignoring them, and yet they find newly creative ways to try to get our attention. This actually cracks me up because Fridge has this idea that his Tumblr is private and he's just sharing his personal thoughts with his bestest friends when he tags (laughs) nonsense and anyone can see his post. So it's like, yeah, you block us when we disagree with you. And you block us when anyone has the nerve to question what's coming out of your mouth. No one is coming and harassing you. Defending ourselves is not the same as harassing. And a lot of times we're not even defending ourselves. We're just asking to explain what you're even talking about. I was blocked before any kind of negative interaction with them. So like I hadn't done anything with their blog other than reblog the post that I like from them. I used to follow them. Mm-hmm. And then I get kicked out of that server just for letting people know what happened. And then I notice that I'm blocked. And that's how it happened. So this idea that people are like trying to get in touch with them and getting, you know, fake accounts and all this stuff like that. 
is ridiculous. We have never sent an Anon. We don't have a reason to. Exactly. If I want to say something, I'll say it on my own blog. I know. I want to point out that I'm not even blocked on him. There is an Anon that is going around, but honestly, once you see about two or three of their posts, you know exactly who that is. You know that that is a very specific person. I've never had a problem saying anything to any of them. They're the ones who hit that block button. They're still wide open on my page if they ever want to say anything. So I'm like, you can't say, well, they won't even come and talk to me directly when you've blocked them. <laughs> like, what does that mean? Same thing. Like, my DMs, my ass, my submissions, they're all wide open. And that's, like, across Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Discord. Yep. I don't even know if I'm, like, blocked by them. I'm sure that I am. Probably. <laughs> I'm sure you were perma-blocked by them. I'm pretty sure they got found a link where as soon as they made a new Tumblr, it automatically blocked you. <laughs> Which, fine. <laughs> it's like, as soon as they hear the name Cold the Wolves, they're just like... But People are scared of you, Cold. That's why I was like, that's why I was so interested when I joined fandom. I was like, who is Cold the Wolf? Because these people are shaking in their boots. They're <laughs> like, oh, he's awful this. And I'm like, I just see him bringing receipts. I don't know. <laughs> so and that's really what it is oh i just think he ridiculous that fridge mentions an obsessive smear campaign yeah it doesn't point anything out that we've said that's false exactly that's not even not one thing exactly smear campaign is false they literally don't know the definition of smear campaign no one's talking about fridge don't know the definition of plagiarism <laughs> right <laughs> they don't know the definition of any of the words that they use gaslight <laughs> Um, there was another one that they just recently started using, and I'm like, you guys, this is not mean what you think it means. Oh, I have to find it. But yeah, Cole, finish out what you were saying. I think I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> but I just don't understand this whole, I'm going to make a post and purposely antagonize people, but then get mad when people get mad at it. Mm. Like... I don't really, like, that doesn't happen with me anymore because it's so beyond, like, it's so old. Like, that happened back in, like, 2013, 2014. And I just went on a blocking spree. Like, anytime somebody posted something that I didn't like, I just blocked them. And that was the end of it. Like, I don't have to see anything that they say. I don't have to see their stupid post or whatever. So I don't understand why these people complain. Like, if an Anon is going in your ass box, telling you stuff that you don't like why don't you just block them mm -hmm. like, why why do you keep engaging can you block yeah you can block anons yeah it blocks the ID. oh okay <laughs> you can also blacklist certain like words and terms with like x kit which i have <laughs> that's what i do with malia and shelly yeah <laughs> <laughs> And Tumblr, I do that without XKit. Tumblr will tell me, be like, look, sis, this post says Malia. I don't know what's in it, but be warned. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Thank you, boo. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I have. <laughs> I have a bunch of stuff blocked. Yeah, I mean, I have like Stormpilot blocked because I couldn't care less. Timothy, what's his name? Charlemagne. <laughs> Chalamet. 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 I can't deal. Like, I don't care about him. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with him. I just don't care to see his face everywhere. And it's everywhere. My friends and I are part of an obsessive smear campaign, which basically all we do is show themselves, <laughs> show them their own post. <laughs> we're obsessed with them to the point of harassing them. I'm sorry, but we're not sending you messages. 
you're the one choosing to read our posts about things that you have done. Like if you want to know what you've done, then dispute it. The Anons are not us. Yes. And the Anons honestly aren't harassing you because again, once you have like, okay, case in point, I had an Anon in my inbox that was just fiendish. They were just evil and would say really like messed up stuff, but it was like, I deleted it and then I forgot about it entirely. (laughs) I don't even remember what they said. I just remember it was like a thing for a while. And then I just deleted them and that was it. The problem is that they feel some sort of judgment because they feel some sort of guilt and they endlessly try to justify their actions, especially Pew. Yeah, it's like, look, what a real person does is they don't just, you know, hold their ground and like start counterattacking when someone, you know, speaks to them. You stop, you listen, you reflect. And then you make a a decision based on, was I right? Was I wrong? Do I need to fix this or not? They don't listen. And you can tell from their responses that they're just reading your response so they can see how to pick it apart. They're not actually listening to it at all. Exactly. Well, um, Pew especially fights via debate style, which is completely in his character. But he, he puts everything up like a Lincoln Douglas debate. Like, if I can prove five points in his argument then that means that i win the argument but it's like no that's not how fandom works that's not how this works like so pew is like the 60 year old dude <laughs> like listen <laughs> because whenever i read his posts it's like listen sweetheart you're you're not a professor <laughs> right this is, this is tumblr and you're talking about teen wolf a stupid show on mtv if you think that people are going to sit through your long essays Nobody's going to do that. Nobody cares. He thinks of himself as some sort of like deep intellectual who sees everything and right. knows everything. And it's like, nobody cares. Like, pay your mortgage. Pay attention to your children. <laughs> Ain't got no mortgage. What's your job? <laughs> that, man, that man leases an apartment. John, what were you saying? This is the thing about Pew, though. He- I don't think any of the arguments he makes are really just about Scott. I think it's just like the principle of it. I think he just wants to defend it because he just, in his eyes, he just sees this brown character being bullied by the fandom. That's just what he sees in his eyes. I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but I had had a talk with him about the way he's treating people in the fandom. And he admitted to me that he doesn't even really like Scott that much and that he's really mostly just trying to fight for him because he in his eyes it's an injustice to his character and so that to me is like i don't know what to do with that there's a lot of that's how a lot of the antis are like i remember back when people would purposely try to do fan art and fan gifts um of malia and brayden <laughs> like they didn't like these characters they were just doing it because they knew that the majority of people from who were watching the show were like i don't like these characters and so they just felt like an obligation to just purposely try to defend these characters. And it's like, what is your purpose? Like, does that make you feel good? <laughs> it turned it from a character into a cause. And so Scott's not Scott anymore. He's that brown boy, quote unquote. Malia and Brayden aren't Malia and Brayden. They're women. And these are being done wrong to women. And so we must protect them. And I'm like, no, if their characters are trash, their characters are trash. <laughs> like, just accept that. The other trait that I see in these people, and they pretty much all have it, 
is this need to be special, mm. to like to be the only one that likes this or the only one who really appreciates this for what it is. And they do that with the characters too. Like, oh, that is clap poles. You can tell they don't really like the character, but nobody else likes them. And that, that makes them feel special. Like they actually see this character for who they are. And it's ridiculous. Like, go ahead and like the character no one likes, but no one else has to do it with you. <laughs> okay, this one's a little personal and it's completely unrelated. But Fridge writes on this, like, un- other post. The only reason I'm warming up to Theo's ships is because Skeo and Steel make sense to me. God is the only person you can who can ever forgive Theo the way he needs to be forgiven in a proper redemption arc. And Styles, Styles deserves every bit of payback on Theo's ass. Theo submitting to Scott and Styles just feels right after what he put them through in season five. Their need to frame ships in like, this is right and this is wrong. And this is the way you have to ship this ship. This is what people are talking about. They may not be enforcing these thoughts, but they say them like it's law. And then Pew and Lilith and the rest of them go attack people sharing these same views. Exactly. And they dog whistle the things that you and Elias do. Exactly. And they're related because if you really put their posts together chronologically, you'll see whatever Pew's talking about and attacking someone about, they make some like little pithy statement that's just a dog whistle to it. But I think that is what's wrong with just the way that fandom works nowadays is that people feel like they need a reason to like a character or like mm-hmm. like a ship. Like Steric, when it first began, like I like Steric because the chemistry is good. Styles and Derek, it can be like boiled down to the fact that Derek and Styles look good standing next to each other. Mm-hmm. Like that could be it. Their chemistry is good. Then you can find like a different, like an extra cause. Like this would be a good gay ship in a world where gay ships don't happen on TV. That could be a cause, but I don't need that cause to like the ship. I don't need a cause to like a character. These people think that you need some sort of deep analysis behind it. Intellectual reasoning. Yeah, intellectual the thought process that goes into liking a character. And that if you don't have that, there's no reason to like the character. And it's so stupid. Like, do you know what fandom is? What's so stupid is every time they talk about these newer ships that they get themselves into, they always have to justify their opinions like it's it's always like i have to find a good reason to like the ship it can't just be it can't just boil down to i just find these two characters hot it has to be like this the ship is problematic if the ship is problematic like people find skill problematic then they have to find a good reason to like it and i i just don't understand that concept i like the ship just because i think like what's cold set up because they have good chemistry and they look hot together is that is there got to be a deeper reason for that it's there doesn't yeah like He's not saying it explicitly, but what he's saying here is that he only sees Theo right when it's hate fucking, completely invalidating everybody else. He's not saying, I feel I can only enjoy or anything like that. And I know sometimes we just, we forget our words sometimes, but this is a consistent issue with these people. It's so rigid. It's so rigid. They can't just say they love problematic shit. Because the reasons that they're problematic, they are, they fight, they speak out against. And so it's like, if you boil everything down to an issue, it's going to become an issue. (laughs) That's just how it is. And it makes it so that you can't even ship what you like to ship. You were talking about random ships, John, and I was thinking about that Leolin week 
where Prince was, I don't even know if he ever finished it, but Prince was writing that fic and literally in the very first scene was like, uh, Liam sucking Scott's dick <laughs> in this Leolin fic. And I was like, seriously? Who was this for? Why would you do this? Wait, liter- like literally or? No, or literally. Like literally, literally. or figuratively? They're literally, pirate captains. Send me that fic. Right. Oh, you, no, it's Pew. You don't want to read it. It's not very good. <laughs> There's lots of take, takes his member to his palate and, you know, all that nonsense. Right. <laughs> oh, God, why do people write like that? Like, this is supposed to be hot. Because he's never had sex. So, um, so I wanted to say what really stood out to me on this was Scott is the only person who can forgive Theo the way he needs to be forgiven. And I'm like, Theo did everybody wrong. What are you talking about? And so they continue this trope of saying Scott is Latino werewolf Jesus, which is funny because they tried to play like, oh, this is what they think we say. And we're like, no, that's exactly what you say. (laughs) But then on the other hand, being like, oh, no, he's an itty bitty baby child. And he's so precious and he must be protected at all costs. So anything he does has no stakes. There are no consequences. He's not held accountable for anything uh, except for absolute forgiveness (laughs) of the person he wants to bang. And it's just like, y'all got to choose a side or do like they said, ship what you want for why you want to ship it. Because as much as they demand these reasons for like shipping all these problematic ships, if you ask them why they like Steric, the answers are like, because of course they all ship Steric. They love it. They hate Styles. They think Styles is a brat, hate him. They, they think that Derek is only better because of Scott, but God, do they love them some Steric. And when you ask them why, they say, oh, because I like their scenes in season two. The only reason why they like Steric is because they want to feel a part of something, which is, again, it's... Well, they want to look a part of something. It's such an old thing. Like, this was back in 2013 where you had people say that they like Steric only because that was the most popular ship. And that if you didn't like Steric, you were basically out. Like, you didn't have fix to read and you didn't really have fan art to look at and stuff. So you would have these people come into Steric and pretend just so they could feel a part of something. And it's like, you don't have to do that. Ship what you like, like your characters, like your ships. Why do you feel the need to pretend? Well, people will come to that and people will give you content, especially if you ask nicely. It's just this whole turn that happened where it was like, especially since Steric's Take Out Your Trash Gay, <laughs> they were like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why don't you just ask someone to write some Skerrick for you? Like, And during that time, definitely, because that was during like Team Lionheart phase. People were definitely up for writing that kind of stuff or produce it on your own and, you know, get your community and that kind of thing. But like, I don't even know what their community is doing outside of like Skio, which, you know, they can't stand Theo. <laughs> so, oh. Such a weird thing. Like, first off, Fridge is a Staxon who I see very little Staxon from. Yeah. Like, because he's always, like, so focused on, like, participating in everybody else's activities or something that it's like, where's Staxon? Like, he does stuff, but, like, you would think, you know, I have a publishing degree, I spit out gifts, like, with no effort at all, that you would really be trying to build that up. 
But I mean, I guess if I shipped things in a way that people didn't like, I guess I wouldn't put energy into it either. He is peak longing to belong. Like, he's 100%. As a Staxon, you would think that would mean that he likes styles. But I have never seen anything pro styles or like, it's always like poking at him. Like, oh, that sarcastic little thing. Or like, oh, ADHD, kind of whatever. Like, it's kind of nagging. It reminds me of these Skyle shippers who would declare that they were Skyle shippers, but styles critical. Mm. And I just don't understand that concept. Like, everyone who knows me knows that I love Skio and I love Skerrick. And I've always said that I love all three characters. Uh, you, can, you can catch me being so hard on a ship if I didn't like one, of, one half of them. That, does, that doesn't do anything for me. Like, I need to be able to enjoy both. And so I don't understand what they're really getting out of that. Well, but then they say that too. They say, you can't, you know, why would you ship something and not like one of the things? And then talk about how Skiles is wonderful. Pew had this ridiculous post where he said, um, Skiles is an abusive friendship, but I think it would make a great relationship. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, what are you even saying right now? So you just want them to be like friends with benefits? Is that what? I don't understand that. Is very strange. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, you can go ahead and follow John at scarec.tumblr.com. You can go ahead and follow Cole at colethewolf.tumblr.com. You can go ahead and follow Sticky at bhadpodcast.tumblr.com. Go ahead and follow me at phantomslash.tumblr.com. Follow our blog at, uh, on Tumblr under Fandom Byte. You can follow us also on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure to send us asks and suggestions about show ideas or topics that you want us to cover. And have a good night, guys. Say goodnight, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Night.